Well, after a 3-0 win, it's only right we head to the United Kingdom and a wonderful football writer, an author of 20 books, Wayne Barton. Look him up, buy his books, you'll be entertained. I'm sure, Wayne Barton, you were entertained. 3-0 for England. Things were looking good. Yeah, especially the second half. Um, obviously, as a big United fan, delighted to see uh, Marcus get two goals and to see, you know, a couple of the United players play well as well. But, yeah, really impressive, dominating performance from England tonight. This is the England we've been wanting to see for a while. Uh, what's been the sentiment uh, over there in the UK? I know it's late, but I can imagine car horns and, and music happened on full time. <laughs> not, not around our area. <laughs> you know what? It, it's a, a little bit funny um, because historically, growing up, so I, I'm in my late 30s, early 40s now, <laughs> early 40s. So. In, in the early sort of like, well, the, the past 20 years, the press have always built up England to unbelievable standards, to standards they were never likely to, you know, achieve in, in major tournaments. And maybe the last five or six years, they've been dampened a little. They've been a little bit more tempered. Nobody's really expected England to win the tournament. Um, and and they've, I, I wouldn't say overachieved, but... They've definitely, you know, obviously they've done really well. And this time round, I'm not saying that there's any particular pressure on them to win, but obviously before the tournament, there was even talk about Gareth Southgate losing his job. And so for them to do as well as they've done so far, um, I wouldn't say, yeah, there's car honking in the street, but there's definitely a growing optimism and nothing too much over the top, to be sure, but um, definitely optimism about what they can do. Gareth Southgate's selections at the World Cup, there's been a lot of criticism for him, and as you've mentioned, even before the tournament started. Do you feel like he's been getting it right in your mind? Well, yeah, because the the results have backed it up, and even the USA result now, looking at that in retrospect, um, yeah, okay, it was a disappointing performance, and the nil-nil draw isn't great, but in terms of the way that it set the group up, I'm not saying that he was right to do what he did. You know, like everyone wanted Borden to play. But in terms of the way that he, he presented this last, um, this last game with the group, you know, England weren't going to, they weren't going to be eliminated if they, unless they'd lost by four goals. So I think in terms of his selections, I think he's, he's done it as right as could be. Um, you know, he, to be fair to him, he started with Rashford from the bench and Rashford has, sort of come on and he's given him his chance to, to do well and hopefully he'll do that with Foden because he was really well tonight. He was really good tonight. So if you look at those kind of um, decisions that he's making in the middle of the tournament, it does suggest the um, the character of a manager who's not too afraid to, you know, he's not stubborn from day one. He's willing to sort of give the players a chance and change it in the middle of a tournament. So I think that bodes well for England. And interesting to note that uh, you've talked, you've said Marcus Rashford's name about four times, so I'm going to say it another time. Um, he's joined he's joined England goal scoring royalty at World Cups now. Uh, huge achievement. Yeah, um, so I think it was Bobby Charlton scored three and sixty six, and and that was the leading um, Manchester United representative in an England team until this moment in time uh, at the single World Cup. So he's done that, and obviously everyone in Manchester is proud of Marcus for 
the humanitarian aspects of his career. But also, I mean, he scored 100 goals, 100 plus goals for United already. So he's, if he stays at United for all his, of his career, he's well on the way to becoming the, the club record goal scorer as well. So to see him, I think there's a special attachment to him from some of us because we want him to do well and because he's, he, because he's one of our own. And the first goal tonight, it was just phenomenal. Mm. It was a, such an excellent shot. And even the, the footwork for the second goal, that showed, it, it, in a in a way, that was almost more impressive because it showed a player with a lot of confidence, a lot of aggression in his play. And obviously, if you're watching a confident Marcus Rashford play, and he's, he's contributing to your attack, um, you've got to be excited. And of course, you're entrenched in Manchester United. I saw a tweet of yours actually saying Brazil had more Man U starters than England. The world of football was crazy like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah, England matched it tonight because they had Joe, Maguire and Rashford. But before that, in this World Cup, obviously Anthony, Casemiro and... Um, I'm forgetting the other player, forgive me. But they were all on the... Uh, Fred were on the pitch at the same time before three players of United uh, were on the pitch for England at the same time. So, yeah, <laughs> I think it's just the fact that it's, it's Brazil and United haven't been uh, renowned for great playing the last six or seven years. So to see um, three Brazilians on the pitch for United at the same time is uh, in the Brazilian team it was, was kind of crazy. But to, to be fair, I'm not saying England played like Brazil tonight, but it, it was a, a definite step up from what we used to see yeah, I was going to ask you about the, the link between Southgate and his team and the style that they are playing. Uh, England fans, and you're one of them, are you seeing the, the the potential, the right style to go even deeper into this World Cup or is there something yet to be unleashed? Yeah, let, let me um, put that into proper context. As an, a Manchester United fan based in Manchester, I'm not, I, I grew up with this, um, idea that United were over England all the time. We had a lot of controversy with the English press, with England players over the turn of the century, where they, they had the knives out for David Beckham, for, for, for Phil Neville, for both of the Nevilles. So we always had this United over England complex. So I've never been attached to them in the same way that there are a lot of obviously loyalists in the country, as you would be if you're following your country at a World Cup. So I think I'm able to look at it from a more objective point of view. Um, I will say that I still think that in my lifetime, watching England at the Euro 96, they had a, a really good blend of football. The way that they played football was really good. I don't really see that in this England team, but I do see a lot of outstanding individuals who can play good football. Jude Bellingham, for example, is just incredible as a player. Phil Foden, now he's in the team. Hopefully that those two can combine as well. You've got Rashford in good form. Um, I don't necessarily, you know, I think Southgate's doing right with his selections. I don't necessarily think he's um, a champion of great football. I'm, I'm not saying that to be critical, especially after seeing England win a couple of the, the group games and somewhere. I just think um, we have to be really be realistic and put it in perspective. Southgate isn't really renowned as a great football um, coach in terms of, like, he doesn't really get the, a reputation for playing great football. But then again, you have to look at the players and say that, you know, the off of the responsibility is of the players and, and they're doing what they're supposed to do. So, um, 
you definitely could see if you're going to have an individual step up at certain points, you know, you never know. The next round could be Bellingham's and then the next round could be Foden's. And, you know, it's all tied to individual performances around that. Um, so I do think that they've got a fair good chance of, you know, going really far in the, in the tournament. What does success look like for English football? And I'm talking fans, administrators, coaches, players. How deep do they have to go to get a pass mark? I think the further you get into the tournament and you look at the other teams in the tournament, I think Brazil have been quite impressive. Spain, without scoring, uh, I know they had the anomaly of all those goals in one game, but generally they're not renowned for scoring a lot of goals. Um, I think around, aside from those two teams, there aren't, or France, obviously, as well, with Mbappe in, in great form. There aren't too many teams that England would, would fear too much. So I, I really think that... I know I said earlier that there isn't a great press expectation on them, but I think the further you get into the tournament, the, the more games that you see and the more you see England play well, that you would expect that if they don't get to the semi-finals, they'll probably be... be criticised in the press um, that that's probably what I would think at this moment in time as well I think they've got a fair chance of getting that, that far and um, and then as you know when you get to the semi-final it, it, it's as much about luck as, as it is a good performance so if they get that far then I think that um, most people will be quite happy Talking to Wayne Barton, wonderful UK football writer based in Manchester United, if you hadn't already guessed. Uh, Wayne, uh, finally, um, I don't like to look too far ahead because we're in the middle of a World Cup, but things are looking pretty rosy for the future of England football with some of the youngsters that Southgate's brought into the squad and the performing on the stage. So they're only going to be so much better. So things are looking very good for the, for the next Euros and the next World Cup as well for your guys. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think, again, to move back to Southgate, there's a lot of speculation about whether, you know, this tournament will, will be his last anyway. You know, if he if he takes England as far as what he thinks he can for this tournament. But like I mentioned earlier, you've got Foden, you've got Bellingham. These are two generational talents in the England team, in the England setup that you would, if you were a coach at England, you would be looking at that thinking, I'd be quite happy to stick around to the next generation. I mean, this is a wider conversation, to be honest, where you look back at um, English football and the Premier League and all the investment in there and the weakness of, or the increasing weaknesses of the other European leagues, it would suggest that English football could get stronger in the next two or four years. So it would, you know, Southgate would stand a better chance of success at either the Euros or, or the World Cup. So, um, it's an interesting one I, for sure I mean you can't discount teams like Spain or, or Germany or France because they've, they've been well certainly Spain and France have been quite strong at this tournament but as far as England are concerned you do think you know for, for years I mean Euro 96 World Cup 98 there was the song came out you know the Three Lions song and it was kind of tongue in cheek because nobody expected England to get that far and now it's almost flipped the other way where the press expectation is kind of muted, but people are growing in belief that they can actually be a major contender at these tournaments. So I think that 
regardless of how they do at this tournament, because it's you know it's fifty percent luck, fifty percent performance. Like I said earlier, they they'll stand a chance of being a major contender in the next two or three international tournaments. Brilliant, Wayne. Uh, great chat. Um, we're following England quite closely here, as you would expect. It's uh, probably the most watched league from New Zealanders is the Premier League, and so we've got got a real affinity for the England football team, and it, it explodes. We actually had a guy walking past our office before. We've got big glass windows and big TVs, and he's standing outside the window double pumping and just going 3-0, 3-0, and we didn't know who he was. So it has captured us down here. Uh, Wait, really appreciate talking to you today. Um, all the best for you and your team over there, and we'll stay in touch. Thank you. Take care, my friend.